ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of France, Barbados, and Canada, and the states of Iowa, Kentucky, and Utah, and to all of you for helping us reach our new high of 180,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Self empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear, and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine, and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. Your tip is keep your faith. All the natural disasters that are occurring are happening for a reason, including the health crisis. We are in the middle of this cycle, and it is making room for something even better. Focus your attention on the silver linings like compassion, cooperation, generosity, and acts of loving kindness. Maintain your hope for a better world. As one of my guides, Isabel Angel of Lightworkers, told me recently, faith and trust bring success. Mr. Rogers often said that when he was young and something bad happened, his mother would tell him to focus on the helpers. As Mary said last week, Mother Earth has to have a way to cleanse herself of all the fear and negativity that is collected on the earth plane. Some of us add to this negativity unintentionally. For instance, one minister on my Facebook page scolded everyone for their evil ways, warning that they wouldn't be able to move into the coming time of love. I was shocked and responded by saying, I think your comments are quite harsh. All of humanity does not fit into the negative category you're trying to put us in. I believe we are all beings of infinite love. Some people lose their way. In fact, we all do on occasion. That's how we learn, and we are all learning. Some people need more time to learn their lessons, and others will come out of this pandemic with a new understanding of love, life, and what really matters. 
As that group of people grows, we will bring the rest with us except for a small group that thrive on chaos and negativity. We all have a choice, and I believe that the vast majority of humanity will choose to move into the fourth dimension of love, where we can learn our lessons through love rather than fear. In addition, some of us are so angry at our president and or certain members of Congress that they are engaging in name-calling and making vicious comments. Because I do not tolerate mean-spirited comments on my social media, some people got angry with me and asked me if I supported what our president was saying and doing. My response was that I don't think about him at all or pay any attention to him or what he says. I prefer to spend my energy focused on the people and actions that will take us into a world of more love. As I say every week when I quote Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. I believe in practicing what I preach. I have faith that love will prevail. That's a spiritual truth. So I put my trust and faith in what I know to be true and don't give any energy or attention to what will create more chaos, negativity, anger, blame, and fear. We must walk our talk and, as Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change we want to see in the world. Because of the current health crisis, for the first time, I presented one of my workshops as a video conference. Today, I want to celebrate with you the success of that workshop, which I presented on Sunday. One person already wrote me, I truly enjoyed yesterday. I have to say the experience was enlightening. I did get something, and I'm already using some of the techniques you suggested to work on experiencing more past lives on my own. Thank you so much. There were people from all over the United States who participated. I've been wanting to do this for a long time, but the pieces weren't coming together in the way that made it possible. Until now, I am very grateful for all of those who attended. It was so much fun. When I went for a walk afterwards to burn off some of the excess energy, a black butterfly started circling me and would land on my head for long periods of time until I recognized that my next step is developing video conference courses. I am in awe of nature. I am certain that that butterfly was helping me transform my thinking and recognizing that this is a path for me and one that I will love. I'm very excited and already thinking about the video conference courses that I want to teach. More on that later. First, several people have already been asking about when the rental will be available. In the next few days, I'll be sharing information on my website on how you can rent the Past Life Regression Workshop video. And next week, I'll give you those details as well. This is just the beginning of a new series of offerings to help you continue to learn, grow, and heal physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I will continue to share the information here and on my website, drpaulajoyce.com. As details become available with this new rental option, you'll be able to participate when it's convenient for you, just like with the radio show on-demand episodes. 
I will also have a video on my previous workshop, Awakening Your Inner Light Body, Manifesting Your Reality, available soon for rental through my website. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, and inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Frank Joseph, who's here to talk about verifiable military encounters with extraterrestrials. After Mary McNeary's episode last week on healing yourself and the planet, by listening to Earth's voice, I received this email from a previous guest. Sharon McAllister, what a joy that I got to catch up with your show on Saturday. It was delightful, very beautiful and moving to hear this wonderful concept so sensitively and encouragingly discussed by you both. I, too, had a big smile on my face after Mary's guided meditation. I am sure that this conversation will have touched many of your listeners and really opened up minds and hearts while we have this pause to consider the why and the way of what is happening to us all. So timely. A great gift, Dr. Paula. Thank you so much. And Esther wrote, it was comforting to hear from Mary that we can both help heal the planet and be healed by the planet with simple, positive, and loving communication. Mary told us that the earth has consciousness. She said it is not up to policymakers. It is up to each of us to step into our own creative power, rid ourselves of negative thinking, and work with the earth on an energetic level to heal her and ourselves. If you missed this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on creating a positive, loving world, please listen to some of our shows like January 30, 2020 with David Bentley Hart, Heaven, Hell, and Universal Salvation, October 3, 2019 with Robin Spisman, Spreading Loving Kindness for a More Loving Life and World in November 14, 2019 with Darren Cockburn, Living a Life of Harmony, Peace, and Kindness. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have 
missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my guest blog written by Dr. Kat Young, titled The Spiritual Side of the Coronavirus. This is an excerpt. Here are some things you can do to help while you are respecting the health and well-being of our nation. Call, text, email, or video chat with others who are alone. Offer help to get information or just stay in touch. Go for a stroll in a park, a hike in the woods, or a walk around the block to reduce stress. Sit in the sun or shade in the yard, patio, or balcony. Safely distance yourself. Plant a garden, whether it's in the ground, a raised bed, in containers, such as large flower pots or on a windowsill. The art music, use art, music, and exercise to distract yourself and relieve stress. Yoga studios, gyms, and other facilities are creating online-only activities you can enjoy from home. Explore new online radio stations and exercise apps to make art or music or work out at home. Help yourself and others practice patience, kindness, and understanding. Find the gift. What silver lining can you find? CAC also provides websites for donations and other ways to help. To read this blog or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Here are three silver lining stories about sheltering in place. People are recognizing the importance of relationships and connecting grandparents and grandchildren. I've been playing Scrabble on the internet with my grandson, and now it's go- he's going to teach me Mahjong. These are precious memories we are creating because there is less busyness and more time for real connection. It's been so much fun, and his mother told her friends so they can create similar opportunities for their children. Another younger grandchild is messaging me on a special app for young children. We're expanding and enriching our relationship through these messages. Since all of my grandchildren live far away from me, these new interactions are meaningful beyond words. The next silver lining story comes from Sheila. She is... um, after an initial adjustment period, is thoroughly enjoying working at home. She enjoys not having to deal with the commute. Life is simpler and less hectic. Another friend wrote me that she's getting to spend quality time with her daughter and work in her her garden, both of which are giving her great pleasure. Our returning guest, Frank Joseph, was nominated Professor of World Archaeology by Japan's Savant Society. He was the editor-in-chief of Ancient American Magazine for 25 years until his retirement in 2007. Currently, he is a feature writer for Washington, D.C.'s The Barnes Review and Australia's New Dawn Magazine. Before Atlantis is among his 14 books describing the sunken civilization more than any other author has published on this subject. Some of his most recent titles are Military Encounters with Extra 
extraterrestrials, and synchronicity as mystical experience. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, and I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Your question for today is, what are you doing to keep your faith? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Frank Joseph, who's here to talk about verifiable military encounters with extraterrestrials. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation, or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at 
drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what you're doing to keep your faith. I'm so pleased to welcome Frank Joseph, who's here to talk about verifiable military encounters with extraterrestrials. Welcome, Frank. I, For those of you who have been trying to hear this <laughs> um, episode, this is our third attempt, and I'm so grateful to have Frank here and on the show to talk about this really important topic. Frank, would you kind of give us an introduction by sharing your own experience with us? Well, sure. I, I don't mind that. And thank you so much for allowing me to uh, discuss this with you today and with our listeners. Um, to answer your question, um, it was quite a long time ago, back in uh, September 1993. Up until that time, I kept an open mind on uh, the whole question of extraterrestrials and UFOs. I was interested in it, like many millions of other people, but I was kind of on the fence. I really wasn't sure one way or the other. Uh, at that time, in September 93, I was in the Cairo Museum in Egypt. And I was doing some uh, research for subjects that have absolutely nothing to do with uh, UFOs at all, historical research on a particular period of time. I was interested in seeing these original documents. When you go to the Cairo Museum, um, the library there is vast. It's the largest of its kind on Earth. And the curators there are able to show you original documents. You can see and sometimes handle original documents. They're in, sealed in plastic, of course, and they have literally dozens of translations of these things. So it's, it's just great to see all these source materials. So while I was looking at the um, documents on a particular pharaoh, I concentrated on a fellow who was called the Third. He was the pharaoh of Egypt in 1457 B.C. In other words, that's about 3,500 years ago. It's a long time. And he was a pharaoh of Egypt at a time when that was the superpower of the world. It was culturally, economically, militarily, uh, by far the, the most uh, important power uh, in, in the civilized world. And while I'm looking up these documents on the Third, I came across something called, I've never heard before, and probably our listeners are not too familiar with it either, something called the Thule Papyrus. And this is an original papyrus that was found not that long ago, back in the 1930s. And by it's called Thule Papyrus because it's named after the archaeologist who found it, Thule. And rather than go into any kind of long details on it, I'll just tell you basically what it says and how this blew my socks off while I'm reading this original material. It talks about an event that happened in the year 1457 B.C. I should say one more thing about the Thule Papyrus. It's not a mythological document. has nothing to do with religion or anything like that. It's just a palace report. It's a bureaucrat's report, a chronology of things that happened during the reign of Thutmosis III. And the, the document, the Thule Papyrus, is mostly in perfect shape. There are some things missing, but most of it's there. Well, this is what it says. It says, in the sixth hour of the day, which would be one o'clock in the afternoon, on an unspecified day in February 1457 B.C., multiple persons, it says, observed, and I, this is the, the translation of it, and I have checked this translation against others, 
on that day in February, it says, quote, a disc, a disc or a ring of fire coming out of the sky. Its body was one rod long. In other words, about 150 feet long and one rod wide. It's about 150 feet across. It had no voice. In other words, it was silent. Anyway, the document goes on to describe how in the bright afternoon in February, more than or almost 3,500 years ago, this luminous disk, this fiery disk, uh, traversed the entire length of the Nile Valley. It was seen by, well, at that time, Egypt's population was 7 million. So maybe a million people or more saw this thing traveling the entire length of the the valley. It was flying slow and low, made no attempt to contact anybody or anything, and it just slowly disappeared. The next day, the disc returned in the company of an unspecified number, apparently a large number, and when it returned, it was flying lower and slower. Again, it had no uh, sound to it, only it was accompanied by, uh, looks like a dozen or more of its kind. And this caused uh, great uh, uh, upheaval and chaos in Egypt. People were frightened by this. And the reason I, I mention this in my book is because it is the first documented government documentation of an encounter like this, and it is also the first documented military encounter between extraterrestrial craft and human forces. Because Thutmose called out the army, and I think the implication from reading the Tulip Papyrus, he called out the army, and there was no way to fight these things that were in the sky, but I think he wanted to quell civil unrest that was going on. People were panicking when they saw this thing, these things. Again, they flew the entire length of the Nile Valley and disappeared. There was no interaction, there was no harm, nothing was done, but people were quite um, excited about it. The Thule Papyrus is written by this uh, bureaucrat, and he mentions nothing about any of the other historical events that happened at that time, but he, has a, he can't avoid making a comment at the end. He says, quote, a, mar- a marvel that never occurred since the foundation of this land, and it was ordered that the event be recorded for His Majesty in the annals of the House of Life to be remembered forever, unquote. Well, when I read that, uh, and this is from a major Egypt, Egyptological um, institution, the Cairo Museum, I thought, well, this is a, a documented um, a government document uh, showing there was a contact uh, of some kind, at least an observation by many thousands, maybe a million people so long ago, and that really sparked my interest. And from that point on, that long ago, in 1993, I began collecting uh, other materials on this subject. And I was very reluctant to publish them or even discuss them in public because I, have a, I write about different things. I write about archaeology. And mixing up archaeology with UFOs would discredit, have a tendency to discredit my work in those days. However... In 2018, 2017, late 2017, only less than three years ago, the United States government, the United States Navy, came out and admitted that the United States Navy has had um, kind of dogfights or interactions between their aircraft over Southern California and the Southern Pacific Ocean 
going all the way back to the early part of this century at the very latest. And now, today, we just learned, or rather this week, we learned that the Pentagon, I mean, you can't get a higher military source than that on Earth than the U.S. Pentagon, came out and said that those videos that were taken by the Navy are verifiable, that the objects that um, were confronted were not of this Earth. They don't describe them as UFOs. They describe them as unidentified um, sources sometimes. (laughs) But nonetheless, and of course these videos have been seen around the world now, the U.S. Navy pilots are trying to track these, what they call Tic Tacs, these oblong objects that travel at incredible speeds and make maneuvers that are impossible to follow, and they are not of this world. So this is now mainstream. <laughs> there has been and there is disclosure that we've been working for and hoping for for so long. And so now this is a serious subject. And when I decided I would finally write a book about it, it wasn't just another UFO book. There are thousands out there. I'm not a UFOologist, not an expert in this, but I do write about military history. And so I decided what I would do is I would write about the UFO phenomena exclusively from a military point of view and see if we can learn anything different, anything new about this phenomenon. And I did. I think I learned some, some disturbing um, things, uh, aspects of this question that haven't been discussed before. Well, talk to us a little bit more about that. What is disturbing you? The disturbing thing is this. Um, there have been numerous sightings of objects like the ones that were seen by Thutmose and his people 3,500 years ago, over the course of thousands of years since then, and probably long before. And There have been, I have found, very, very few verifiable cases of intervention, as it were, or real contact. A lot of speculation, of course, possibly there's something grounded in truth of that, but I've only found a few cases, and those cases are are quite positive. For example, there was an occasion that took place in 74 B.C. That's a long time ago, over 2,000 years ago, and it was in Rome, and it was at a time in which the Romans were having, going to have a huge and bloody battle with their Persian enemies. And that both sides were lined up, tens of thousands of men armed to the teeth. They were on the verge of cutting themselves to pieces. When this, and this is extremely well documented, otherwise I wouldn't put it in the book, there was a an object that appeared out of the sky that resembled, the only way they could describe it, it resembled a kind of a vase that was oblong, huge, and brilliant. And this thing just slowly drifted out of the sky in between the two armies before they were about to come to grips with each other. And both sides were so freaked out, so panicked when they saw this thing, that they withdrew from each other, and there was no battle. And then the object just went back up into the sky again. You get the impression that some intelligence from somewhere wanted to prevent the slaughter that was about to take place. There's another incident like that that took place quite a few years later. It was in 776 AD, in which there was a, a siege of a castle in Germany called Siegeborg. And when Siegeborg was under defending itself from um, these barbarians that were intent on massacring everybody inside. Another incident like that happened, and there was a kind of intervention that took place. The the barbarians were frightened off, 
and lives were saved. And there are there have been a few instances like that where there's some kind of a a beneficent kindness that uh, prevents slaughter. Does it prevent slaughter in every case? No. Uh, we've had numerous wars and battles and millions of people have been killed over time, but there are have been some instances, at least, where these angelic type of uh, craft appear and they do no harm and they do good. That changed radically. Uh, and it changed in the last century. And this is the disturbing part of it. Over the thousands of years before the 20th century, there have been these sightings. From what I can tell, there have been no really violent or difficult confrontations. There have been a few instances in which lives apparently have been saved. But what happened uh, in the early part of the 20th century changed all that. Because in 1914, for the very first time in human history, men were able to invent high explosives, known as nitroglycerin, and they were able to combine nitroglycerin with aircraft. It was the first time that human beings could get off the ground and drop high explosives on each other. And admittedly, it was very primitive. We're talking about World War I, of course. That was the first time the bomber aircraft came into play. And although these crafts were very primitive by today's standards, they flew less than 100 miles an hour, could maybe have a range of about 150 miles and drop maybe 150 pounds of bombs. For an intelligence capable of mastering the kind of technology that's displayed by so-called extraterrestrials, it was not a difficult thing for them to interpolate how human beings, through their science, their military science, would be able to develop those primitive aircraft and those relatively uh, low-explosive bombs into something far more serious. And sure enough, within less than 30 years after World War I, World War II came about. And at the end of World War II, the atomic bomb was able to drop. And we dropped an atomic bomb not once but twice on our own species. And we incinerated tens of thousands of people. They irradiated tens of thousands more. That doesn't speak very well uh, of a so-called civilized species down here. Then you interpolate I, that I'm... further. At the end, what happens at the end of World War II? Two inventions that would particularly interest extraterrestrial observers. One, the invention of the atomic bomb I mentioned, and the other, the invention of the intercontinental ballistic missile. In other words, a rocket which was able to go outside the atmosphere. That was, of course, the German V-2. So you combine this... these two, and that's what happened right after World War II, immediately thereafter, you combine uh, a craft or a rocket that's able to go beyond the atmosphere carrying an atomic weapon. Now, that would be worrisome to uh, an extraterrestrial intelligence because they realize, all right, well, when this aggressive species, which doesn't hesitate a moment from incinerating its own kind by the tens of thousands and millions, now they're bringing their weaponry into space. Let's, let's uh, bring this forward into time by another 100 or, two, 100 or 200 years. What kind I'm, of I'm weapons will they have in right. space? So let's so take a break uh, there. Of this book, that there was this major change that took place, and it's not a good change. And I think that that is why we are seeing 
an increasing number of these UFO uh, observations and encounters and interactions now because there is, I, be, I believe we can deduce from this an interstellar or extraterrestrial concern about what we're doing down here. And I really want to talk with you about that because I think they're trying to help us not destroy ourselves. And so let's pick that up um, after the break. Uh, you... You are so fascinating, so much important information. Thank you, Frank. Um, I'm your host, Dr. (laughs) Thank you. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind, their spiritual and physical mind, and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now, in your paper, write down, how can the information in today's show help you? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Frank Joseph, who's here to talk about verifiable military encounters with extraterrestrials. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down how the information in today's show can help you. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Archangel Joe Peb can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Frank Joseph, our returning guest, who's here talking about verifiable military encounters with extraterrestrials. Frank, it's always such a joy to talk with you. Um, you make this come alive. And um, what could have been very dull just is fascinating. So I thank you for that. And uh, also, I would like your take on this feeling that I have based upon some of um, the things that you wrote. So let me just mention two, uh, a couple of things where you said um, that the aliens um, sabotage nuclear weapon systems. Um, the U.S. Navy's defeat in the Antarctica by extraterrestrial forces 17 months after the atomic bomb was dropped, um, and also the nuclear plant in Japan, um, and uh, was um, uh, the the meltdown and the fiery abort of Elon Musk's Falcon 9 missile launch. Those all strike me as. And you say, um, you know, all of these had UFO um, intervention. So it seems to me like one could see a trend here where they're really trying to help us. Well, I think it's important to understand, first of all, that we cannot talk about they or them uh, in any same way we could talk about uh, humanity as a single species. There are numerous races, nationalities, languages, cultures, numerous divisions. And I think that this kind of division can be extended into space even more so. So you have not just one group, which are, for example, like the greys. They're not all the same. So the, it appears... One thing I think we, it, it's important to consider even before that there are, I don't know if our listeners are aware of this, but according to uh, MUFON, which is one of the most uh, rational and uh, uh, straight-thinking uh, organizations in this, and other similar serious organizations on the UFOs, a minimum, an absolute minimum of 1,000 sightings a year, and these are good sightings now, are made. In other words, 1,000 there are visitors, we get about 1,000 visitors a year minimum. That's an ultra-conservative number. Those are the, just the ones that are seen. Those are just the ones that are, have got really good background to them or are photographed in a, uh, a credible way. So it's almost like an invasion. I mean, uh, there are at least 1,000 sightings a year. And what's interesting is, since the coronavirus has started, exponentially, uh, those sightings have increased manifold. Sightings are up, if you can imagine this. Sightings are up 800% in India alone. 
800% since the coronavirus began. So obviously there is an, an interest going on. Are we being studied? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't claim to know the answer to this. But what I think the point that I wanted to make was that there are different groups that are coming here, and I don't know what their agendas are. Some of them are good. Some of them are not. You can go to any city in America, and there will be some neighborhoods, like say you go to Chicago and you go down the, uh, you know, Michigan Avenue, and everything is wonderful and great, you know, beautiful, and people are swell. And then you just go a few blocks to the west side or the south side, and things are not beautiful. People are not too friendly, and it's the same thing I think in what we want to call outer space or whatever. And we have different people, different not people, but different intelligences coming here for different reasons. Some of them, I think, are, are definitely beneficent. And it would be great if we could sort it out, but uh, it's, at this point, that's, that's not uh, possible. I think there have been some definitely good things that have happened. There have been some terrible things that have happened and loss of life on both sides. But the comforting thing about all this is the power that these extraterrestrials possess is far beyond anything we can possibly imagine here. And if they wanted to wipe us out... They would have done so long ago, and they can do it any moment. That's no big deal for them. These people, imagine yourself that you have a vehicle, and you can travel not from planet to planet, but from galaxy to galaxy in the blink of an eye. And you've seen probably numerous places like Earth, some places better, some places worse. And so visiting Earth isn't all that special. We're not all that unique. There are probably countless millions of Earth-like planets in our own galaxy. And these creatures have the ability to go and visit them all and see them all. And with that kind of power, they could have squashed us like a bug, but they haven't done that. They've given us some serious warnings, though. So there's some kind of hope in that. I think that if we made a world declaration, now this is probably Possible, I'd say it's totally impossible, but if it was a world declaration, let's say the United Nations got together and said, you know, <laughs> we're abolishing all atomic weapons. That's, we're not going to have atomic weapons at all anymore. We've completely outlawed that. It's not going to happen, just like we outlawed gas and all these other terrible weapons. Then you would see, I think, uh, you might very well see some kind of wonderful uh, initiation on their part. Um, some kind of cooperation, because that is the theme that runs through my book, and I didn't invent this theme. I found this theme. And that theme is they don't like us using atomic weapons. They don't like that. You know, if we make war against ourselves and kill ourselves off, that, they don't really care about that so much. But when we threaten to bring our atomic weapons into outer space, that's something altogether different, and they don't like that. So that could lead to a very serious situation someday. And that's the big question, I think, for human beings to understand, to grasp, to grok. And that is that if we do go into space, that's fine, but we have to be good neighbors. And we're not going to be good neighbors if we're slinging around atomic bombs uh, through the rest of the solar system and beyond. So that's what, uh, I think that's the big coming issue uh, of either this century or the next, if we're still around by that time. That is absolutely fascinating. Um, it, so really what you're saying is that they're protecting themselves um, because the nuclear weapons can affect them. 
Well, even with conventional weapons, we've already killed a number of them. They've killed a number of us. That's the whole story of military encounters with extraterrestrials. These conflicts have happened. There has been a, a silent war, an undeclared war that's been going on between us and them since 1916. That's when it started, 1916. And it has its starts and its stops. And there haven't been any too many big battles, but there have been numerous skirmishes in which we've downed their craft, and they've certainly downed our craft. Absolutely, and we don't want that to heat up now. So human beings are about to understand that this is a real phenomenon. And that's thank God for the Pentagon that it's come out and said, yeah, this is a real thing. If it finally sinks in <laughs> that there's somebody out there that can have a technology a thousand times beyond anything we can imagine, we better be well-behaved. So I don't know that they're all that beneficent of they again. See, that's a mistake on my part. There is no they. There are a lot of thems. And some of them um, would probably like to cooperate with us, and others would probably like to wipe us out. And I, I can't say I don't sympathize with them, the way we've behaved as a species. We've done some pretty terrible things to life on Earth and to our own kind. So we're not all that attractive. We have our good points, though, too. So it's, it's going to be, I think, a century of decision. Here we are in the early part of the 21st century, and there's already now official disclosure. These things exist. We've had interaction with them. In the future, there'll be more disclosures and probably more than disclosures. Probably that contact will eventually be admitted. And we better be better behaved when that time comes, or else they'll have no compunctions about wiping us out. If we're a threat to them, well, just like us. If you have a, you go out in the woods and you see a hornet's nest, you're not going to bother it. You're going to walk away from it. There are the hornets. But if a hornet's nest is set up in your house, what are you going to do? You're going to wipe it out. You're going to exterminate it. And that's the way they, they look at it. That's the way they are going to view us, as somebody to be welcomed or to be annihilated. We have to understand and, that as a species. And it's up to us. And so, I, you know, I love what you said about we need to be good neighbors. Frank, you are um, just a, a delight and, and such a wealth of information and deep thinking. Thank you so very much. And I encourage everyone to purchase your book, for military encounters with extraterrestrials and some of your other numerous amazing books. Thank you so much. Um, and thank, thank all you of you. Thank you so much, Paul. It's always a yes. pleasure speaking with you. Same here. Have a beautiful day. And I thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, um, read about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, the Akashic Records, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation. I'm also doing now, as you know, video conferencing so I can do speeches or workshops that way. Um, and if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone or in person. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients 
My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing. Emotionally, mentally, and physically, my private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Archangel Joe Peb, who is over-clearing fear. Ask for his help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to. Use your own words or say something like, Archangel Jopeb, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be less fearful and attract more love. You can even be more specific and say something like, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me not be afraid when I hear people talk about the coronavirus or UFOs. Pay attention to science, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that he's helping you because he is. Please join us next Thursday right here when Tammy Billups will return to discuss animal soul contracts with us May 14th. Royce Kristen will be talking about scripting the life you want and May 21 when Bob Gillis will talk about when truth mattered. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.